You're listening to the Scientific Radio of the Unknown, one of the most interesting podcasts on the internet. For over a thousand generations, Sacramento, California has been home to more sightings of mysterious phenomena than anywhere else in the world. Now, a hardcore team of elite paranormal investigators is out to solve these mysteries using advanced scientific research methods. Nothing will stand in their way to find the truth. They are the scientific researchers of the unknown. Coming to you live from Sacramento, California. He's the founder and president of the Scientific Researchers of the Unknown. He's your host, Carson French. Hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome to the Scientific Radio of the Unknown. I'm your uh, host. Uh, My name is Carson French. You may know me from the TV show. Uh, scientific researchers of the unknown and today I'm joined by my guest Brandon Caleb howdy y'all all right so <clears throat> today's been a very big week in paranormal wouldn't you say Brandon yeah absolutely Carson I mean this has been you know ecstatic in terms of the amount of paranormal findings that have occurred Including yeah, yeah, occurrences yeah. from the hotline. Yeah, scientific, gotta... scientific hotline of the unknown. If you guys haven't heard about this yet, you're going to need to get on this. It's um, a new uh, phone number we set up that you can actually call and report your findings on. And the number is 916-534-8753. Yeah. We've been getting a lot of reports from there. All types of reports. Big. There's been a lot of Bigfoot sightings this week. There's yeah. definitely been a lot of Bigfoot sightings. Uh, we've heard stories about Thunder Brothers. We've heard stories about ghosts. Anything weird. Anything you know inexplicable or just there, there's strange. Been, there's been a lot of Yahoo, Yahoo sightings too. I was talking to a guy who told me that um, he was actually in the forest with a Yahoo. Which, wow. if you don't know what a Yahoo is, they're one of the most dangerous types of Bigfoot. I mean, that just shows you what we're dealing with here. And uh-huh. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, no matter what size, what time of day, we'll take it on. We'll be willing to take it on. Yeah, a lot of people tell me, oh, I want to become a paranormal investigator just like you. And I tell them, you know, it's not. It's not as. Uh, it's not all. Uh, it's not all bells and whistles. Like you really, so. really got to put the work in. You got to get the right materials. You got to know how to use them effectively, and you have to gain something for your output. You have to, you know, provide gas, time, money. Yeah. You know, all the spending. It's it's just, just as for, serious as any other profession. Like some people exactly. just don't realize. Yeah. Now, um, I kind of wanted to talk about the uh, equipment that we've been using on these investigations because I know that uh, there's been a lot of questions about that recently. Yeah. So, um, 
the the one that you see the most is the the EVP. I mean the the EMF detector, and that's the EMF um, reader. yeah the EMF reader, and it uh, that's what we use to detect the ghosts. It uh, they let off uh, electromagnetic frequency. Now, um, if you don't know what that is, I'll have to. I actually I'll have to Google this one. Uh, electromagnetic frequency, yeah. Electromagnetic frequency reader. So, ladies and gentlemen, what that means is an EMF reader or an electromagnificent frequency reader reads any sort of electrical force or electrical waves and translates them onto a machine to give us signs of perhaps life, uh, radiation, I mean... No, certain, all types of stuff, yeah. Certain things, yeah. Even um, if there's a extraterrestrial, they're known to get those because they have um, their vehicles, also known as the flying saucers. They can let off uh, electromagnetic waves. They shoot them down on the people for uh, mind control. Yeah. I mean, some of these things... They're actually used in other professions too. For example, mind control hypnotism, you know, electromagnetic frequency waves. Yeah, electromagnetic frequency waves are, you know, used in several things. I mean, radio, for example, what we're doing right now, I mean, yeah, this is podcast. a This is electromagnetic. Yeah, and what people don't seem to realize is these, um, these iPhones that they carry around. It, you're basically carrying electromagnetic, uh, electromagnet, um, magnetism, electromagnetic frequency in your pocket wherever you go. Exactly. Yeah. And it says uh, the EM spec, uh, EM spectrum, EM radiation spans an enormous range of weight. <coughs> Excuse me. Enormous range of wavelengths and frequencies. So, there's that for you. Yeah. I mean, I really think a lot of you people should invest. A lot of you fellow citizens, well, my fellow, you know, friends, fellows. I really think you all should yeah. invest in some sort of yeah, I agree. Um, equipment or some sort of technology because that's really where our society is going. It's going towards, you know, more advanced technology. Yeah, and you know, every day I I go out there and I see that the, uh, there's like a new iPhone. There's I mean, like a, a new computer. Exactly. Like every day I mean, there's like... Exactly. I mean, I hear stories all the time on the radio. It's like, oh, you know, driverless cars being made by Google or, you know, some major company or, you know, uh, you know, a haunted car sighting. Maybe it's a driverless car that's invisible or something like that. You know? Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like, what is it? Is it like Google basically haunting the world now or what? Well, I mean, you, you oh, never know. Yeah. The, big, the biggest hauntings may be inside the biggest companies, the people you would least yeah. expect. Yeah. I would have to agree with you on that one. Um, 
another thing that's going on right now is the um, the Monster Festival in uh, I want to say uh, I forgot the name of the city. South Carolina, I believe. Yeah. And there's been um, some um, water monster sightings in Canada. Wow. You know, all these stories, I mean, these places are extremely, extremely sketchy. I mean, but no, Uh I don't know. I don't know any place that's none other than Sacramento, which is beyond, beyond, you know, beyond explanation. It's just... Yeah, well, I can tell you why. I can tell you why. It's because um, there was a. We talk about it in the latest episode of Scientific Researchers. The Unknown Spirits of Sacramento just came out a few days ago, but uh, there was actually a the cholera epidemic of 1850, and it killed a lot of people there. And what they did was they just buried them in a mass grave. There were over 18,000 bodies, and we don't know where they buried them, but all we know is that they're underground Sacramento somewhere, and that is most likely the reason behind all these hauntings. Yes. I mean, these hauntings, is just, it's something, it's something just like some strange, compelling force. You don't. You don't really have time to like make an action. You're just you're caught you're caught staring or gazing at it. But what we need people to do is to have the courage to take action, you know, videotape or you know, get some form of evidence and send it to us or call the hotline. I mean Yeah, yeah. This is This is why we're here. I mean, how often do you hear about somebody becoming a you know, the top, you know, a ghost hunter or a paranormal researcher, you don't because it is such a specific uh, role in our society today. I mean, it's such a, it plays such a vital, it plays such a vital role. However, it's, it's not, it's not really known widely. It's really more or less taken for granted. I mean, people, you know, people think of us as just, you know, oh, you know, what do you do? What do you contribute to society? But, hey, you know, we're keeping you safe. Yeah, and yeah. You just, don't, you just don't know. You don't know where the danger is coming yeah. from. A lot of people That's... tell me, a lot of people tell me, oh, I've never seen a ghost before. How can they be real? And I say, the reason you've never seen a ghost before is because there are people like us out there protecting you from them. Exactly. I mean, you know, there's... Somebody has to do it. Yeah, the, you know, the army, the navy, you know, they would know where the danger is coming from. They're ordered to, you know, go to the danger, or they have specific duties they have to attribute to. But yeah. we, we don't know where the danger is ourselves. Now that's the difficult. That's the difference between us and those people. That's what makes us unique. Uh huh. Yeah. And that's why we're called the scientific radio of the unknown because it's unknown now now i must advise you all to you know 
become a little bit more open-minded about, you know, what you see out there because this is the 21st century. I mean, you know, you never know what you'll find. I mean, there's still a lot of new species, you know, scientists themselves haven't discovered that are in, you know, the world's oceans. I mean, oh, we've discovered maybe about, what, like 5% of the world's oceans, 5 to 10%, right? I mean, yeah, and not even yes. also lakes. Because, I mean, exactly. there's exactly. a lot of exactly. these lake monsters being spotted in Canada. People don't know, know where they're coming from, but I exactly. think that they've been there since the dinosaur age, and they just haven't left. Exactly. A lot of a lot of people, you know, they're so... They're so, you know, uninformed about these conflicts in our society. I mean, yeah, you know... What you may think will be a little, kind of a small deal, it could be, you know, contributing to a, you know, global problem, global conflict. Yeah. Now, um, moving on to the the scientific hotline of the unknown, I had a uh, somebody texting me that uh, a report. They said they saw a six five Bigfoot, and it was. Um, stomping around in the woods, uh, grunting, and also howling. Now, the key important part here is the howl. There's um, That makes me think it's a yahoo, which are, in fact, one of the most, if not the most uh, aggressive Bigfoot. And because they climb up the trees, and they'll jump down on you, and they, but then also they'll push the tree down over on top of you, crushing you. So, you have to be careful, which is hard, because they live in the forest where there's trees everywhere. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, a lot of these things, we don't know where the danger's coming from, because it's it's just not visible by the naked eye. Yeah. Or even, like, you know, microscopically, it's not, it's not visible. You need special gear. You just, you need to invest in this technology. This, you know, this field, you have to be so open-minded and so patient for what, what comes around. If you're not, I mean, uh-huh. it's just, it's just really not going to work out. Right, you're yeah. Gonna, you're, you're just, you're going to suffer. I mean, I remember to the first time I, I was becoming a paranormal researcher and I was, you know, looking for a ghost, uh, you know, in Sacramento, a small park and. You know, I didn't think I'd say anything, but when I saw, you know, things move by themselves, I said, no, no, it can't be, no, no. Yeah, it seems impossible at first. I thought, no, but, you know, it's just like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's real, I mean, it's real, I'm telling you, it's real. Yeah. That's why I'm saying, please be open to you know telling us what's out there please be open to yeah a lot know, of a lot of people are, are scared to admit what they see but um if anything is bothering you it's a completely anonymous hotline so if you call in to uh uh what's the number uh 916-534-8753 it's going to be completely anonymous now uh we're going to go on and play some of the voicemails we got. Uh, this is the first one we have. Uh, 
Here we go, I'm gonna play it. Hey, uh, scientific researchers of the unknown. This is Jillian. Um, I have seen a strange sighting over on Sierra College Boulevard. It is between the areas of, um, Gateway and the Gateway parking lot. It was very strange. Please call me back and I will give you all the details. Thank you. So, uh, what do you, do you hear, what do you think about that, Brandon? See, what I think about that is that there's definitely something going on. I mean, I think, you know, there's a possibility it could be a scam. There's always scams in this world. There's always these type of things. Yeah, you know, there's, there's always, there's always going to be those trolls. However, at the same time, you know, this, I think this one's real though. I, yeah, it, it could be real. I mean, you don't, when they don't put in details, it's a hit or miss. It's a hit or miss. I mean, you can call them back. Should I mean, we call them back right now? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. I mean, because if it's real, I mean, uh-huh. no. Yeah, we just got to make no, sure. No. Oh, voicemail. All right, here, we're moving on to the next one. This is a Bigfoot sighting that I got. All right. Hi, hey, hi. Um, I have a Bigfoot sighting. He came to my house, and I saw him out the window. I, and he, he followed me from the woods, and he's out there right now, and I'm, I'm really scared. Can you guys send over a, an agent? Or something? Do you do that? Uh, I, I'm scared. I don't. I'm not a gun owner. Uh, none of my neighbors are. Please help. Send help by. All right. See, this is another um, Bigfoot sighting. Cool. There's some specific details in this Bigfoot sighting that we didn't see in the previous uh, previous call or message from that witness. <clears throat> So, here, first of all, we're dealing with a Bigfoot. Let's speak the facts. We're dealing with a Bigfoot. Yeah. And second, secondly, he saw him out of the window. He was followed by the Bigfoot. And he knows for a fact, the witness knows for a fact, that the Bigfoot's out there right now. And he's really, really scary. <clears throat> this was sent to me two days ago, so uh, we so, might we might be a little late on this one. So the the repeating questions, I mean, that just shows you something's going on. That shows you that he needs he needs support asap asap. I mean, can you send an agent or something? You would need support, but do you do you do that? I mean, now that's that just shows. That's emphasizing the situation. I mean, that just shows that this is getting this is getting scarier and scarier. There's a, actually a true threat in the, their vicinity. I mean, the, this yeah. person even said this person even said they're not a gun owner. I mean, how many people out there say they're a gun owner or not a gun owner? I mean, you know, just out of out of question. Yeah, you, you can know? you can sense the the terror. And then the biggest secret. To know it, the biggest detail that I noticed that shows that something happened during this call, right during this call, is when they said, "None of my neighbors are. Please help somehow." My. Basically, they didn't finish their sentence and they got cut off because something interrupted their call. Someone or something was in their vicinity or in in their path while should we call. should we try to call them back? 
Let's try to do it. All right. Hello? Hi, this is Carson French from the Scientific Researchers of the Unknown. Um, I'm joined here by uh, Brandon Kalick. And uh, we were just wondering uh, if we could hear a little bit more about your Bigfoot sighting. Uh, I'm sorry, but I have to turn it down. I, I don't really want to talk about it. Okay, we understand. I'm sure it was a very scary uh, situation. Maybe in a couple weeks, but okay. I'll, I'll call you Absolutely. back if, if, I, if I need to. Absolutely, sir. If you have any details or willing to give when Thanks your mind mind is ready, just please let us know. He's gone. You can tell he was definitely shaken up by that. You can tell something happened. I mean, there's a traumatic event. If they're still thinking that, it's definitely a traumatic event. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's move on to the next uh, voicemail. Um, I'm going to play it. Hello? This is scientific research of dog. I was I was at my house and and I saw a ghost. He was in my room and it ate my wife. This is what she sounds like now. She she's sad and I don't know what to do. Please come to my house. I think the ghost is eating me. Please. This looks like a serious threat. You know, in fact, Carson, since we keep talking about these threats, based on these calls, I think we should make a threat scale on a scale of one to five. For example, a hurricane. Yeah. A hurricane's like a level, you know, bad hurricanes are a level five category hurricane. Should do like a level five category investigation yeah. or so like um, make it like a five uh, five out of five skeletons or something. Like, what's a scary thing that we could use as the rating? Five, level five out of five in terms of danger. We're going to consider the factors of danger, uh, you know, spread, you know, how far it could spread. Yeah. Uh, you know, the resources involved and like if they have, you know, all right, I got I to gotta go pee. I'll be right back. Sure. I mean, you, you heard me, folks. I mean, guns, protection resources these are some vital things that we need to consider when looking at some of these voicemails and some of these phone calls i mean the hotline you know they deal with deals with a lot of people you know daily so i mean it's going to be you know busier and busier and busier because there's a lot of people being involved with these investigations all right i'm back anyways so um, let's see. Let's see what they said. It's it's eight. My wife. I'd say this it's, is it's, a. I'd say this is a five. And possibly. I'd say, I'd say it's a six. No, I I'd say it's a four. No, it's a it's, six. No, it's a four four or five. Trust me. There's. Uh, there's well, no, okay. There's, so we're gonna give it a six. Um, next one. Wait, you can't can't give it a uh, six though, because there's there's it's only at a five. Uh... Uh, so this is the next voicemail. 
how about this? How about this? Why don't we give it no rating and we'll just investigate it later? But the All right, I'm playing the next uh, voicemail right now. Signs of repetition show struggle and fear and desperation. Wow. Sounds like a, a spirit trying to communicate with us. Sounds like some holy essence or some... Sounds like something... Something bad or dangerous. I mean, it sounds like some demonic, demonic force from, you know, that's interesting. It's like the Christian or pagan world. I mean, it's like the ghost or what they know about the hotline somehow and they called it. Like the ghosts are trying to say, oh, we know about you. We know what you're doing. They're trying to counter our moves. Yeah. Should we try to call it back? Let's do it. You have reached the voicemail box. It's a voicemail. Dang. All right, so uh, we gotta we gotta start wrapping this one up. I would. What do, you, do would we consider that a report? Like, would we give that a danger rating? Let's give it right now. Uh, three, because we know. I th- I'd say it's more of like a five. I'd say honestly. You know what? No, I'd agree. I'd say it's about a five also, actually. Good. You know what? I was thinking it's about a three because, you know, there's no person involved, but that just makes it more dangerous. So why not a five? Exactly. I mean, there's no person involved. I mean, you hear some holy demonic essence behind that call. I mean, there's clearly the person has been taken over, you know, just been, um, yeah, been been strapped or. Yeah. All right. So. We got to wrap it up now. Uh, thank you for tuning into the uh, first episode. Right now we're ad free, but if there's any companies that would like to uh, advertise on our podcast, we would love to, for that to happen. Uh, next episode, we're going to be interviewing uh, Mark Sargent from the Flat Earth Society. You may know him from the uh, Netflix dom- documentary uh, Behind the Curve. And uh, uh, I have to go. So uh, thank you. Thank you.